Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome into That's Your Opinion with Fred Smoot, Chick Hernandez, and the Amish one, Cy Fenwick. Now, before we get started, and I will not bury the lead this time, Dave Johnson, who calls Mm -hmm. Wizards Games on Radio with Glenn Consor, they call that show the Radio Party. He will join us in a little bit to talk about the Wizards, who are on a six-game win streak, had a big win this week over Golden State. We'll get to him in a little bit, but as far as uh, you're, Fred, you're vaccinated, right? I am fully vaccinated and feeling fine. And so am I. Uh, but apparently our man Amish uh, got his second shot. And uh, he looks like an 89-year-old, I don't know, Russian grandmother right now. Yeah, like he, he looks like he, he hunts a uh, wild beaver and bear right now. That's how he looks right I'm hurting. So, I'm hurting. You're, you're hurting. So the young guy out of us three, the younger guy out of us three, is the one that's hurting. Uh, and it's I did ha- I did have a side effect, though. Did you? What was your side effect? I woke up and had seven chest hairs, and I don't have chest hairs. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's impressive. It was that deep. Is, no, it was disgusting. I, well, I mean, so you actually had to count the chest hairs. You counted so seven yeah, exactly. They were scattered out like Paul Pierce playoff beard. It, they were just wow. everywhere. Wow. I did not. I had no side effects that I remember. I was arrested for driving naked, but that's a really <laughs> different thing. That was a whole different thing. I don't think that yeah, was. Yeah, I think that was a side effect of uh, Jack Daniels. <laughs> yep. Wrong medicine. Little McCallum. Little McCallum. Yeah. Uh, so we got the draft, which is not that far away. And we will get to that in a second. By the way, uh, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So Alex Smith uh, had a, if folks haven't read this article, it's a tremendous article by Greg Bishop of Sports Illustrated. It is in-depth as to what Alex Smith went over, you know, over the last two years. And we mm-hmm. all agree this comeback story was freaking phenomenal. Ridiculous, yeah. right? And as mm-hmm. a player, you can have nothing but respect for a guy that came back from what he came back from, right? I can I have nothing but respect, but I don't know. As I read it, I could taste the bitterness, and I could see him being mad. But I could also see it from the Washington team uh, side point of view because, man, you lucky to be living, let alone talking about playing football again. Like, you got to realize, you know how nerve-wracking it had to be for Coach Rivera to even consider Right. Throwing this guy out there, and you did not want to be the coach that this guy went out there and got hurt again, and and, and you know he had problems late long in life. Like no, no, and like I see both parts. He already kind of sure. he already kind of said this too when when they cut him originally when they released him. He, I mean, it was a much briefer version, but he kind of echoed the same sentiment, and so it's kind of weird that he came back in more detail. Yeah, because he's really of, salty about it. He's salty. Yeah. I and, and I. And I, and I get exactly what you're saying, Fred, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm a, I am fully on board with what both sides have said. I'm going to give some, I'll give some uh, actual quotes here so that our listeners can understand who, uh, what's going on here. Um, and by the way, for those who don't know, Alex Smith retired uh, on Monday and is, you know, going to go off into the sunset. So he gave this long interview, and it wasn't just about his release from the Washington football team. This is about what he went through the injury itself, uh, talking to just a myriad of people, um, and then the comeback, and then the decision to retire. Um, But in that article, he says uh, he did not understand the tactics that his coaches used to keep him sidelined. Um, I'm reading from Greg's article here right now. He says, first, they placed him on the physically unable to perform list, even though world-renowned doctors had pronounced him physically able to perform. At camp, Players wore GPS trackers and none traversed 4,000 yards a day on average, like Smith, whose coaches asked him to carry extra weight, push sleds, and hurdle bag drills, tasks he had never done in 15 pro seasons. And then team doctor, Dr. Robin West, said uh, the team was basically asking what he could withstand, and he felt like Alex Smith's words, that he was being patronized by the team. Uh, So that's part of it. And we've also learned since then that Dr. Robin West and the medical team have left the team. Um, Mm. So there's something going on there. But I will give you also what Ron Rivera said. 
excuse me, what Ron Rivera said, which was, quote, I was scared to death about putting Alex back out there and that it's something I struggle with every day. It's unfortunate that he feels we patronized him because I can tell you that was not our intention. At the end of the day, I command Alex because he proved everyone wrong and exceeded any reasonable expectations that anyone had set for him. He not only made it back onto the field, but led us to the playoffs. It was a truly remarkable feat. Mm-hmm. To your to your saltiness comment, that is an athlete who wanted to go on on his own terms. Is what it feels like to me. He wanted to be the one to call the right. He wanted to be the one to call the shot. You, chick, you you've raised teenagers. It's the hardest time in raising kids. Right, that's the hardest point. Not because teenagers not a good number, just because they they brain is going everywhere. And and the more and more you try to protect them from themselves and tell them stuff they cannot do, they are so excited about doing these things and you are and they they forget that you're trying to protect them. Now you you seem like a Debbie Downer. Well I'm sorry. Coach and organization was trying to protect him from himself. If I told you two years ago Alex Smith would play again, you would have told me never. Yep. Not just yep. because physically he wouldn't do it, because nobody was stupid enough to put him out there. So right. hence, we yep. did. And they was nervous along the whole way. So at one point, you got to realize, this ain't about them trying to stop you from your shine. This is trying to them to stop you from being hurt any farther than you did. It's like uh, honorable discharge from the, the military. You got mm-hmm. hurt, and now we can't send you back out there. Yes, you're capable to live a, a regular life, but you're not you're not really good for this high intensity stuff no more. And not just the physical part. You got to realize it's a mental part goes with that too. Yeah, there's no question. Look, it's you know I I can see where he feels that way, um, especially that that whole thing about carrying extra you know extra weight and doing all the drills. I mean, and you know he said that they that the team wanted a cute story. I can see where he might be in the way. You know, like they got two bona fide quarterbacks and like, do we need this guy? As, no, as, as nervous no, as we are about no. him. When when we watch, when we sit out 15 years from now and watch the Alex Smith movie, all yes, right? Yes. That's gonna be when the montage start playing the Rocky song as he rehabs and they're forcing him <laughs> to tote these things and do these things. This is the build-up moment. Sure. So for every great movie, it has to be some highs and the lows, and the sure. lows was the injury. Then that next low was, I, even though I'm working to come back, they don't really want me back because they don't want to put a broken man on the field. Right. So that go the mental battle of it. So, yes, I understand, but I also understand, like you said, both sides of it. Yeah. What do you make of the uh, medical team leaving? Uh, I – you know what? I think that medical team leaving wasn't that part of the cleaning house of Larry Hess and everybody else, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, you, you're, that, that you're was a part of the new start, new yeah. everything. From what I know, the janitor got fired. It's new janitors <laughs> over there. It ain't. The it wasn't nobody safe. Yes. Oh my God! The janitor, did, the janitor did nothing wrong, by the way. Just so he, you know. he was. A, he was a part of a toxic culture. You know, you know who was toxic was that stupid security guard statue in the building that is the scariest freaking thing it, it, it is but it is, right? also 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 my guy my guy dad is still taking people out one by one he's leaving <laughs> listen to me i told you from the dough chick he's leaving nobody unchecked you understand now he's filing more charges i personally love it all you know what i love it all Cause I can tell you, I told you so. Um, I want to get to something else in the NFL. The owners got together uh, and we've talked a little bit about the jerseys. Now you can wear any number you freaking want, which is, uh, what, are you a fan of that or not? You know what? I'm a, I, I'm actually against it. Cause they didn't do it 20 years ago when I right. didn't leave. Right. Because it ain't nothing like me. It did. I would have had the same circumstances. Listen to me. All right. Because I wrote two in college. Yes. It, the two is for Dion. All right, when I got here, Dion had 21. All right, he even up giving me 21. So if I would have got here, he would have been wearing two, and he would have gave me number two. So the he same said, thing would happen. Tom Brady hates it. Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time, time hmm. out. You, he said, you said Dion gave you 21. Did he give you 21, or did you buy 21? No, he gave me 21 really? because I was, hey, my first couple of weeks of practice, I was number 23. Yeah, I was 23. I never played in 23. And then <laughs> Dion, as we got to going, Dion and Marty bumping heads. You know how right. that was. 
So Dion was like, talked to me a couple of days in a row, like, oh, man, I'm retired. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm retired for about a week. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's like, well, here, man, take this 21, take my locker. He gave me his his Jordans. He gave, because we wore the same size shoe, everything, just literally here. And that's how I got 21. So it would have happened the same way with the number two. I would have rolled my college number, which was number two. Yeah. All right. Charles Woodson would have rolled number two. Champ would have rolled number four. All of us would have went back to our initial numbers because they just looked better on the jersey. And the jersey going to automatically sell more. Yeah. Uh, I guess Dion didn't retire for too long, huh? He retired for a week like he told me with the Baltimore. Unbelievable. Where he put it on 37. Because Chris McAllister had on 21. Right, right, right. Um, interesting, interesting. Uh, the other thing is onside kicks. Uh, they are going to now limit the receiving team to nine players in the setup zone, which is uh, 10 to 25 yards from the kickoff. Normally, mm-hmm. all 11 are there. Yeah. Um, now they're going to go just nine in order to enhance the possibility of receiving teams getting the onside kick. And I'm sorry, I mean, how many more rules are we going to change in order to make this thing more, quote, exciting? Just play freaking football, dude. They just put a rule on a rule. They just said, if you're going to, if you're going to this year, if you're going to change your number and you already have a existing number in Jersey that sells, you have to literally buy all of your old inventory to change your number this year if you don't wait, wait one year to do it. You have to, so you can wait one year and pay nothing, or if you yes. want it done, you got to pay the full freight. Yes, you know, you got to, you literally, you got to buy your own inventory, your old number, your old number, whatever's already yeah. been made, you got to buy it. Yes, that yes. is some bullshit. <laughs> Listen to me, and I think, I think this is that way of letting the apparel company off some jerseys, give them one year to off right. the, the jerseys that they got before this, this mammoth change of jerseys come and now they got to throw all the inventory away. Wow. That's, that's, you know, I'm, for some I players. I even seen it where they send the loser championship shirt said they send them to Africa, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. Soccer <laughs> teams get it. All those teams get it. That's exactly right. Yeah, listen, I'm like, why would they send it to Africa? Like, they want to wear a shirt with somebody they want, but I understand the shirts need to be worn. I thought to myself, why not just give them to the homeless? I mean, <laughs> If people start wearing, I mean, you already got enough kids. There's already kids, kids in the country that are wearing smoot jerseys. Now you got to, now they're in Africa. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it's, it's, a, it's some people here that love them shirts with the wrong information on. Yeah, why not? Um, so anything changed since we talked last uh, in your mind about this draft and what the Washington football team is going to do at 19. Anything changed at all in the last couple of days? Well, my go, narratives hmm. have changed. I looked at this draft and I said, you know what, coming off COVID, one of the most unadulterated years of all time, we've come into a draft that's that special. I think about this. This draft has the God, I mean, God's gift to quarterbacks in it with Trevor Lawrence. It has the first person to get drafted that's going to be from another planet, all right? We have an alien in this draft, and Kyle Pitts, he's okay. a Martian, all right? He's not okay. from here, all right? Not only do we have the first alien in this draft. Why can't he be have, from Uranus instead of Mars? Huh? He Why could he be, be from Uranus. Uranus. He, he, okay. might, he might be from Saturn. He needs to be from one of the bigger planets because this, okay. this dude is different, okay. all right? And you have the, the return of the second sons. Right? And this is the, the sons of all NFL players. We have like seven of them in this draft. So this draft is not only one of the deepest drafts. I think its headliners are, are crazy. Its middle talent is going to end up being special. And it's a deep, deep draft. I, I, like I said, I already got two sure uh, Hall of Famers in this draft. Really? Two. Kyle Pitts Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, and Kyle Pitts. Two, two Hall of Famers guaranteed. So if you got two guaranteed off the rip, that means you probably uniquely have five or six inside the entire draft. So, folks, if you're uh, listening to our podcast uh, 30 years from now, when Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts go into the Hall of Fame, you can credit uh, Smooch Tradamus uh, with that. I'm also now thinking about how you're thinking. That's scary to me. I'm already ahead of your game. 
I'm naming you Smoochadamus again, even though you were, oh my God, what's what's yeah. wrong with me? No, 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 because Smoochadamus always come around doing the draft. That's my draft name, all right? That, that's that's who I become. I, I, I predict these drafts all the time, yeah. all right? And this, I, I, the last six picks of the Washington football team, when they had the old name, mm-hmm. I called them out one by one. Weeks ahead of time. That's because so you now would, I would your boys with Dan though. Dan was Dan no, was going to tell Dan, do. Dan don't give me no information. <laughs> and now I'm finna tell people now. If you go on bet online right now, you can make some of these bets. Washington at 19 will take one. Jameen Davis, middle linebacker, Kentucky, 6'3, 250 pounds, can run with the wind. Jameen. Davis. Yes, Mooster Dumas told you first. Mark it down. Mark it down right here. I like that a lot. Uh, I, has there ever been a – what's the most, if you can rack your brain, the most surprising thing in the last, I'll say, decade when it came to the draft where you just went, what the hell just happened? Anything it's, that it, out? It's, it's three or four of these stories every year. Don't you know right now, it's, it's 50 dudes that think they're going first round. No question. In, 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 no some, question. in some form of a fashion, they're picked in some round. I mean, in first round. All right, well, first of all, quarterbacks and offensive tackles always reshuffle the deck. If you thought you was going somewhere, those positions will move you up and move you down. Then we're going to have the three guys that slotted in nobody's first round that's going to enter the first round. It happens every year. Then you're going to have some people that's just going to fall because of the draft is really nitpicking, trying to find reasons why not to draft you. Big right? time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so Devontae Smith is going to fall because oh, he's man. 166 pounds and he's a slim reaper. But so listen to by me. By the way, so what? Right? I told him either you play football or you wasn't. I was part of the skinny team, never miss games. Jerry I, Rice, I, I, part of the do, skinny team. And do I remember chasing Deshaun Jackson, who I think had a hell of a career, right? Part of the skinny team. So at the end of the day, you're looking for football players or you're looking for a bodybuilder. Because when it comes to playing football, show me what they do on the grass. Luckily, Philadelphia will be sitting right there, and they used to dealing with smaller receivers. Uh, they've had Deshaun Jackson. They know raw out speed. All right, so he'll be a guy that drops. Uh, the epilepsy thing with Justin Fields, I think they'll try to use that against him. He might drop a couple spots. So, and it's going to be that guy that don't nobody know that's finna fall besides 32 GMs. If 32 GMs know right now that, you know what, we're not taking no flyer on this guy in the first round, but he's slotted in everybody's first round. So you're going to have some surprises that happen all the time. Plus you're going to have that team that make that, and it's usually Seattle, that draft the guy and everybody be like, who? the hell did they just draft Willie Nelson from Tennessee state. All right. So you're going to have that surprise pick. It happens all the time. Willie Nelson could, could uh, play and also play a guitar as well. And and, and he just had his birthday 420. Well, of course he did. Was he born on 420? Fred, Fred, wasn't it your birthday recently? Well, 417, three days from 420. Oh, how how old are you now? Uh, 42 years young. Actually, I, I call it being, 30 years old for the 12th time. Are you a lady? What do you mean? That's that's what they do all the time. Yeah, but okay. I still got baby skin here. You, know? you do. You do got baby skin. Yeah. Uh, actually, Cy looks older than us right now. Also um, that's all the time. He can't, he can't help it. He, it's he not all the time. I'm slowly dying right now, but no, most of the time, looks- no. Eh, but at least you, you're talking on a podcast. That's yeah. all. You got to ask yourself, <laughs> how do that. you want to go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Might as well do it. Go, go and podcast. Yeah, just uh, stay alive until your wedding. Um, <laughs> by the way, you guys like saving money? Trying to. All the time. That's why, that's why the heat's off and I'm wearing my hoodie. His heat is off and he's wearing a hoodie. Well, have you thought about switching to solar side? If the answer is yes to both of those questions, then you'll want to hear what Smart Roof can offer you. Switching to solar with Smart Roof can save you 10 to 40% on your electricity bill and can save you money monthly right from day one. Want to see if you qualify for solar? Call 833-343-ROOF. That's 833-343-ROOF. Or visit our website, smartroofinc.com. That's smartroofinc.com. And use the promo code, check this out, boys, Chicken Smoot, to get a free energy savings report and solar design lockup. That's me. Uh, you ain't kidding. He's keeping the so, – so size cold. I don't know. Root's got his nice insulated house. I, I got my, I got two kids in here that are, you know, 
they're 22 and 19 and one complains how cold and hot it is in this in a matter of 30 minutes how cold it is and then how hot it is same person i, I have to say i have a son that refused to continuously put sheets on his bed because he said he can't stop sweating now are you a sheet, i'm i'm a sheet guy i'm not a uh uh what's the cover the uh, uh oh the comforter, second sheet blanket. guy comforter you're the comforter i'm a sheet guy i'm not a comforter guy Oh, no, nah, see, I need a comforter. I'm sorry, man. At the end of the day, if you don't have a comforter, what's the difference of you sleeping on a on a cot outside in your bed? Because oh, the comforter just, it's so thick, and all of a sudden, I, you know, and I, I know some folks enjoy the feeling of feeling like they're back in the womb, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's just warm. It's and you just, feel it's, tucked it's, in, yeah. Like, I'd rather, yeah, in the summer, I'd rather run air conditioner and have a comforter on. That's yes. Ridiculous. Yes. What a you waste of time. It, no, it's you want to make it cold so you can not sweat in your sleep, old man. Yep. I'm not, I don't sweat. I don't sweat. I got the sheet and I'm fine. And if I do get hot, then one leg comes out on the edge of the bed. And that cools me down. Ugh, you know they probably look like a job pickle pig feet in a gas station. <laughs> 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 you just you just painted a picture in my head that I cannot I get out forget. with your well, Why would you want to get it out? Hanging out the hanging out the sheet. One and foot, you sleeping truly. Like, why would you put that in me inside of We're trying to have a I didn't say I was sleeping nude now. I just said I got one leg out the bed. That's all. I got, I got, you know, I'm in the underwear. Uh, I'm all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about to throw up in my mouth. Well, that happens. You know what? You and my wife have something in common now. Anyway. <laughs> what a nightmare. Uh, yeah. You know, sleep is, you know, and I am a 6.2 sleeper. I sleep. Wait, so what do you do in the winter when it's really cold? When it's re- like, if it's cold, then if it's really cold, now don't forget the house is still the same damn temperature inside. If you set your thermostat correctly, yeah, but so you don't want to get like it too hot in the house. You no, can't you don't. No, I agree with you. I agree. We're we're at sixty eight, sometimes sixty nine during winter time. And if yeah, it's sixty nine, a good a good year. Is that a great yes, year? Is. I was about to ask if that was a great year or not. There it, uh, is. it is. Yeah, ten, it ten is. times better in '79. That's when I was born. But wow. I keep it around '70. But the thing is, heat rises. The one thing I always have is an oscillating fan that glows across me. Because what most people don't understand, ceiling fans are bad for your health. Ceiling fans will dry. I mean, will always keep you with a stuffy nose. It'll dry out your uh, spinal cord socket. It's the cyclone effect of how you spin in the wind, and it's very. They collect a lot of dust body. too. A lot of dust up there. Yeah, it collects dust, and and, and it literally that your your body is made for wind to blow across it, not down on it. Did you say your spinal cord? Yes, like literally. When I start first started playing football, I was telling them that hey, for some reason when I wake up, my neck is stiff all the time. So he asked me, I am I how do I sleep this and that? He was like, do you got a ceiling fan? I was like, yeah, and it's always on. He was like, Mm-mm. take the ceiling fan out. Get you a, 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 a stand fan that blows across you, and instantly I start feeling better. Instantly, the stiff neck wasn't from you know tackling 245 uh, people. No, all I was saying was that 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 cyclone effect was actually contributing to something that was not even an injury. I got you. That makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. We have a fan on because my wife does. She gets really, really hot, but it's mm-hmm. it's barely going, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I'm not. This is gonna sound funny. I'm not stiff when I wake up. That's all. What <laughs> you not? But how did you stay married so long? Well, you know, there's pills for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to be doing commercial for. That could be our next sponsor. <laughs> really. Really, <laughs> you know, if you're feeling like chick and waking up in the morning, you're not feeling inspired. Reach over there and grab one of those blue shoes. <laughs> you need help. You need a lot of help. <laughs> My gosh! My gosh! Uh, waiting on Dave Johnson uh, from the Wizards broadcast team. Uh, they've been very good lately. Um, NFL wise, ain't much else going on. We just teams ramping up for the draft. I can't wait for the draft because I want to see. Who F's up? Somebody, normally it's the Jets, somebody is going to go make a pick. And this is what's the bad part about there's no pandemic or the pandemic and that you can't have all those people packed into an arena because as soon as that team makes that pick and they take a wide shot of those fans there, and normally it's the Jets, sometimes the Browns, Mm -hmm. and you get this look on their faces and they are 
beyond pissed off. And they're like, mm -hmm. who in the hell or what are we doing? I can't mm -hmm. wait to see who that team is this year. All right. Well, check this out. Here goes the numbers. 40, I mean, 50 to 55% of all first rounds, first rounders will be bust. I'm sorry. All 32 first round picks will not be good talent. That's just the way it comes out. So now you got the, the numbers working against you. So that's telling you now 50% of the team they're picking the first round are going to pick the wrong player. And then in turn, they're going to pick better players in the second, third, and fourth. Because the first round is they're trying to find every reason why not to draft you. All right. Now they will take their chance on you in the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. They go to think now they're going for best player available. So a lot of these uh, teams is going to try to outthink the room, and and the player is going to be sitting right there in their face, and they're going to pick somebody else because of some small thing they don't like, like Devontae Smith that he's too small. Right. Two two at well, 155, 60 pounds. Uh too small. Well, guess what? I've seen the rock cock rights of the world. I've seen guys coming here and I abnormal and end up staying and playing a decade of football. And that's what it's about. So we're gonna watch everybody outthink themselves this week. Yeah, they do. And that, you know, there's literally millions of dollars riding on this decision. And it's about the future of your franchise. If you make the wrong pick and you have how many cooks in the kitchen, by the way, uh, when it comes to that that pick? All right, it looks like our, our man Dave Johnson is about to enter the realm. Um, let's uh, invite Dave Johnson, DJ, in uh, to the uh, podcast. And as he takes a look and finds out that uh, we're sitting here, and there's no chance, by the way, for those who are listening, we also do this via Zoom. And so you can't even see Fred Smoot's face right now because he's got the blinds open. And it's I like I'm taking a Taking a picture of a black man, you, you got to make sure I, I, I that there's a front light. I, it just looked like my silhouette. All right, I'm going to change that, chick. No, Come fine. on, it's fine. No, I'm going to change. Keep going. So, Smooch's going to get a light for himself. I think so DJ can actually see who he's talking to because it looks like it looks like Sean Springs, not Fred Smooch. Uh, Dave Johnson uh, now joins us uh, from uh, the Wizards broadcast the wizards broadcast network uh it's got the radio party there with glenn Consor, his good friend our good friend um dj how you doing man you know doing well i mean we're talking about a team that uh, i don't think anybody wants to if they get in the playoffs and they have a real chance to get in the playoffs and and i appreciate you having me on your 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 party uh, and and i'm honored that fred smoot's even turning on his lights uh, now because i thought this was like some mystery guest i thought uh oh I'm, I'm getting set up for an ambush here they're going to surprise me with maybe an ex-girlfriend or something that's <laughs> yes. me and you know so yeah. uh, i'm just glad the lights on and, and we're in good stead dave hey uh, dave i'm just here to report to you right now that i bumped into your 27 year old son that you have never met in a grocery store the other day and he and i told him i was going to be talking yeah. to you today yeah. he wanted me to let you know i need to hook y'all up this is media 2021 this is how you find out these things on podcasts this is like <laughs> Well, it was like Mari Povich used to do that show. Remember that? This is. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Wait, your son's 27? <laughs> no, I just. Uh, come on, chick. Get the oh. joke, man. I just. Yeah. Come on. I told him I bumped into a 27-year-old love child. It happened oh, oh, yeah, years yeah, yeah. ago. It's he was possible. playing along with my weak humor. I appreciate that. No, that's so. good. It's all good. Um, yeah, dude. Uh the radio party is something to behold for those who have not partaken in listening to a Wizards broadcast. Um, and you guys, you and Glenn have turned it into something that is, uh, people use the word special. Um, I'm going to use it now because it's just different. It's a kind of a destination where you got to make sure, because I'm going to be honest here on this podcast, watching the TV version, whatever. Uh, but radio wise, you guys have a lot of fun. You're mentioning people. You got, you're shouting out to folks. Um, and what a time to be doing this after a bizarre start to this season and the trade and everything else. And now here we go. I mean, you must be having a lot of fun. No, it is a lot of fun. And again, uh, on the radio party, uh, part of the thing, and, and that was not a, a phrase we coined. It was something that listeners uh, gave us years ago. But we, we do have the technology, whether it's phones or whatever, where uh, there shouldn't be a curtain between uh, people that are broadcasting and talking uh, and the listener. Uh, make them part of the experience because we have the ability uh, to let let them be heard and, and listen that everyone wants to be heard to to express their opinion and and that's and and the, that's the beauty of radio that you you have the ability 
uh, you have a blank canvas and you can kind of make it up as you go along. It's not as structured uh, as television. And believe me, there's many nights we do make it up <laughs> as we go along, depending <laughs> uh, on the on the game. But but always, always you, you respect the game. Uh, that's the important thing. While we have some fun and interact with listeners, the, the game is certainly the thing. And, and right now, uh, you know, with the Wizards, we need to respect that you have a, a Bradley Beal who has a chance to be the first player in franchise history to lead the NBA in scoring. And he's not trying to lead the NBA school. He's just trying to play. Uh, And again, this is why he should have been an all-star last year when people said, well, he's not on a winning team. (laughs) Well, that means he's getting double and triple team and he's still putting up career numbers in points and assists. And Russell Westbrook, we really guys need to wrap our heads around this. He has normalized triple doubles, right? It is not normal. We're Mm -hmm. talking about, he is about to break a record and he's probably going to do it this year that Oscar Robertson set. Wow. It is so old. We don't even have video of some of his games because this is, you know, back in the, now everything's videoed. This is probably going to end up on YouTube later tonight. I don't know, but and somebody's <laughs> going to wonder about my 27 year old son in the grocery store. But, <laughs> but, the, but the bottom line is Russell Westbrook is a, so we have a special situation brewing here. It's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's not a complete picture because you have a young team. So it's not a, a team that's built to win a championship this season, but there is something special going on with this team. And and when I look at this team, I'm one of these people, I know how I feel to get traded. I know how I feel to go into another locker room. And the one thing that people don't get is they're never patient. They think just because you put an all-star with another all-star, they're supposed to win right off the bat. And sometimes that just ain't the way it go. When you look at this team and look at Russell's transition and Bill's transition to them working together and this team starting to really get their groove and, and actually starting to play some good defense, do you think that's all because they, they've actually got time to play together and they just wasn't going to start out fast just because of the trade? Well, and no, I think you hit the nail on that. First of all, the part you said about defense, this is a team that's not making its three-point shots. It's not making its free throws. So how is it winning game? It, it's defense right now, and that's that's the narrative that we didn't expect to be a part of the season and the acquisition of, of a guy like Daniel Gafford, a reserve center, is, is made a, a, a difference on, on defense. But, uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook comes into the season, and he's not an excuse guy. He just goes out and wants right. to win. But he, he's not fully healthy at the start of the season. This is a season, obviously, like no other. You get you get going, you beat the Phoenix Suns, you think, aha, now we've turned the corner. Then you get shut down for COVID uh, for two weeks. And it's it's a different kind of shutdown because that means you can't practice for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not just no games for two weeks. It's, it's right. a shutdown. And I'm not bringing that up as an excuse. If you look at any team that had to deal with, in any sport, the NFL, whatever, uh, they don't come out of a COVID shutdown uh, in, in a good place. So, so what you're seeing is, you know, this team is not fully healthy. It was missing Rui Hachimura last night. Uh, Denny Avdia is now out with an ankle injury. So mm-hmm. it's still, and Thomas Bryant was supposed to be, you know, a, a big part of, a big year for him, a big part of the equation. But having said that, this is, Bradley Beal doesn't make, didn't make excuses, you know, last season uh, with, with John Wall and that type of thing. And, and I think you do need to appreciate, uh, you do have a player in Bradley Beal who is coveted by so many NBA teams and he mm-hmm. could, play the old pick and choose game. And he said, know what, you know what, I'm going to be part of the solution and, and no, to Fred's point, it's not going to happen overnight. And we're, and we're not going to go on a three game winning streak or, or win a bfigure of games before the all-star break and say, well, yeah, we, we've got it figured out and it's solved. And yes, there's going to be a lot of noise. I mean, every, I, I think people wanted to fire me. There's, there's a fire, the coach, <laughs> you know, a mantra and, and, and et cetera. And, and as you appreciate it, as being in that situation where you just have to keep showing up for work every day, you can't worry about what people are, are saying, what, you know, what Stephen Smith is saying, for goodness sakes, about Russell Westbrook's uh, triple-double. Oh, and I don't want to debate that. I'm just pointing yeah. out you're hearing all this kind of noise coming at you, and all you do is keep showing up and, and hoping for a better day. And, and I think, it, it, you know, there's so much to appreciate about these these athletes, these elite athletes, but future Hall of Famers potentially. Certainly Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal is starting to uh, craft a career in that direction. And it also speaks to, and, and, and Chick and Fred and everyone can understand, how does it feel when somebody believes in you? Yeah. When Russell Westbrook was drafted. People said, oh, you know, it might be a combo guard. Might be a combo guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be a good sixth man of the year. Candidate. Mm-hmm. This is what they said about Russell Westbrook. There was a guy who was an assistant coach of the Sonics slash Thunder because actually he was technically drafted by the Sonics and they moved to Oklahoma City. There was a guy named Scott Brooks that <laughs> believed in him 
from the start. So if people don't think there's a special relationship between those two, you, you, you need to know uh, there is a special relationship. And, and how did he grow in Oklahoma City with Scott Brooks as a head coach? And you, you talk to Russell Westbrook because he knew Brooks believed in him. Mm-hmm. He was going to make mistakes and know, you know, I'm still going to get another chance. Right. And then what do you see happen? A guy <laughs> who gets triple-doubles sometimes by, well, certainly by the third quarter. He had one this year. He almost had it by halftime. And the only way I think he didn't get it was the, the stat person kept taking away assists from him. It was nothing he was doing. It was all of a sudden we'd come back from a commercial break and think, well, wait a minute. He just had nine assists. Now he's got eight assists. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a special story. And I think it w- this will be a, a playoff team barring any crazy U-turns. And, and that obviously means health or, or otherwise, but I mean, and when you have a ba- magic Johnson's not Dave Johnson, who cares what Dave Johnson says, magic Johnson said it before the season, you put a, a, a a backcourt with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, look out. And I think we're seeing that right now. Yeah. No, no, I don't know how we're seeing it right now. I, I, like you said, the growth of it is special. Now, let's be honest. I'm, I'm an honest broker. You know what? I played on teams in Washington. I was like, you know what? We ain't got a chance to go to the playoff. I knew it because it just the leadership wasn't there. And you knew if you got there, you know it's only so far you was going to go. Now, we, we know it's a threshold. It's a ceiling for this exact team. But you got two cornerstones and two stars. That means we really one star away from being a contender for a championship. Are we a Andre Drummond away? Are we a Aaron Gordon away? Are we a... You know, not not a super superstar, a mid-level superstar away from being a contender in the East for a championship. And, and if so, what would be your magic piece to add to these two? Well, I, you know, I think that's a that's a that's a tough question. But I think we're that we are that close. We're not, you know, is the is the combination right for this season? I think there's a you know we've seen it when this team gets matched up against teams that are physical. Uh, and and uh, we saw it coming right out of the all-star break. They, they, they lose the Memphis Grizzlies coming out of the all-star break and, and lose, you know, eight of nine games or whatever the heck it, it was. And, and against teams like, uh, you know, Philadelphia who gives them a problem. So yeah, it, it's not, uh, I'm not here to say this is a championship ready team. It's, it's not, but is, is it when you, when you started a conversation with Westbrook and Beal, right, you've got mm-hmm. something real serious there. Again, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, Hall of Famer, and he's still playing like, and he's still, again, he's six four. He's not six nine, and he's pulling down twenty rebounds. The triple double he pulled off against the Golden State Warriors the other night, uh, the first time it, that kind of triple double had been done since Wes Unseld had done it, and and, and Wes Unseld wow. is six eight, so there's there's a big difference there. And oh, by the way, uh, again, part of it, Steph Curry had an off night. I mean, Curry's a yeah. you know a good player. There's no, but part of the reason he had that off off night was Russell Westbrook on defense made him work made him work. And, you know, you have the combination. If, you know, you're going to make it hard on him. It's, it's, he's not going to get the 40 point night. Now it sounds like I'm evading the question. I think this team, if, if you have a Davis Bertans doing what he's doing, you have a healthy Thomas Bryant back. You have a Rui Hachimura who, who, you know, is showing, we're showing signs of becoming that, that third option. Uh, You have a lot of young pieces. So that's a, that's a, a way of answering that, that, you know, it, it's not as simple as just, you know, grabbing, you know, a big name player because you're going to have to give up somebody to give a big name player. So this is who they're constructed as this team is going to have to get better, but yeah. Can you add a piece that can add some defensive toughness, uh, a bit of a dog, if, if you will. Yeah. Montez Harrell, Montez Harrell, John Collins, well, somebody right. Like that. You know, so there's, there, there's that kind of piece out there, but Daniel Gafford is, is 22 and it's it's not an accident they're they're eight and one with him in the lineup hmm. because he just comes in there and he he's got he defends he rebounds he's shown he's got athleticism that he knows how to use everyone's athletic in mm-hmm. professional sports or in the nba mm-hmm. he knows how to use that athleticism and, and as scott brooks says you know bad pass good pass doesn't matter just throw it up and he'll get it and he'll get it and, and he'll score it so um the basic answer is they they have the the pieces to they keep I keep using hearing the word Scott Brooks use the word program that they're building with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. It, it, no, it's not ready to contend for a championship this year. No, but is this team that that you know now as I look at at the landscape and the way they're they're playing 
uh, this definitely can be a, a playoff team this year. And there, there's something, something going on here because Russell Westbrook's not done and Bradley Beal's in, in the prime of his career. And that's something to build around. All right. So you've been, you've been, you've been doing this for how many years calling the wizards? 24, 25, something like that. Yeah. Jesus of Nazareth, Dave. Um, all right. So 24 years, almost a quarter century, the news comes out that the Wizards have made a trade and they're sending John Wall, who was a cornerstone of this franchise, to mm-hmm. Houston, and they're bringing in Russell Westbrook. You hear the news, you see it. What is your first reaction? Well, you know, it was, look, John Wall, and, and in 2017, when Wall was healthy and, and we're about to go to the Eastern Conference Final, uh, and look, he delivered so much. But I'm also, I've been around, and, and this is true with all sports, um, you have an injury, and, and you only have a success if you're on the court. And we couldn't keep him on the court. That's right. through no fault of his own. Um but uh, so what I, I'm, I'm sad that it, it looks like that, you know what, we're not going to get him back on the court. And even look, he was coming back from an injury. There were a lot of questions about how he would come back from the injury. And again, no mm-hmm. criticism of him. It's just, sure. it's just the, the nature of the injury. But when I hear the name we're getting <laughs> uh, again, uh, he's, he's averaged a triple double. He's doing, he, he, he's normalized. He's got 27 triple doubles. He got Daryl Walker had the franchise record for triple doubles, which was 16 wow. for a career. Wow. Russell Westbrook did that this season. Um, <laughs> and as I've done research, we played different teams. You guys have heard of Pete Maravich, right? Pretty good player. Well, yeah, Pistons, the Pistons. All right, I look up the Jazz. Uh, he played for the Jazz. Career triple doubles for Pete Maravich. Career with the Jazz. Seven. Wow. Russell Westbrook has 27. This, I mean, it's you've got... Oscar Robertson and right behind Russell Westbrook. And then after that, uh, you know, I don't even know where to look because it was a record that nobody was supposed to threaten. And, and he is, he is normalizing it by sheer desire, want to, and will. And he's old school. He doesn't want to hug players at games and this, he just wants <laughs> to go out and beat you. And, and he's, he's competitive every step. I, I, I haven't had a chance to see many practices, but I'm back in, in December. I remember, as I'm watching behind the glass, because we're all social distancing and, and whatever, it's the end of practice, you know, have fun slam dunk competition. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's still into that. He's coaching up Denny Avdian and saying, this is what he got to do to win the, the slam dunk competition. Wow. So, you know, he will leave his career when he decides to leave, knowing that he, he gave every mm-hmm. uh, ounce and every minute. And he plays hard for every minute he's out there. Uh, it, it truly is something to appreciate. This is what they, I am your interpreter. Usually I have an interpreter because nobody understands me. This is what Dave Johnson really <laughs> said. What he really wanted to say was this. Check it out. John Wall and, and, and Russell Westbrook are basically the same player on paper. Very athletic point guards that can get into the paint and can score, play with a lot of tenacity, and also play deep. All right, but then when you keep going with the Russell Westbrook part, now you're talking about a guy that rebounds better than Wall, he assists better than Wall, he leads better than Wall. All right, so now you're getting a souped up version of what John Wall was supposed to be, and you're putting him in, in, in for you, like you said, he's not the guy that is really want to take 30 shots, so that's right didn't be away because he wants to get his triple double you can only do that by passing the ball so what we got is a john wall on steroids that never miss game and, and that's a great leader and a tone setter so that's what you get when that's what i heard when i heard about the trade i was like all right well now we're gonna get the same amount of points more rebounds more assists that's probably gonna equal more wins um, a, a better leader somebody's gonna really be edgy and you need to be edgy uh, he's he going to have an edge with him. And guess what? The team has started to take on that edge. Yep. And that's why they've been playing defense. Well, and, and uh, look, he's he, he's in, to your point about edge, he's in every timeout. And you hear players talk about it and say, well, you know, I didn't want to miss that assignment because I didn't want to hear it from Russell. I didn't right. want to have Russell in my ear and in my face. And he, he, he will not do it in a way to, to embarrass another player. But, uh, again, you, you, you get the sense, all right, I'm playing with Russell. I'm not going to take a minute off because he's not taking a minute off. And if I do – I'm going to hear about it. And it's, it's, or, you know, I've heard so many players say, I'm going to catch that pass because Russell found me. Uh, and, and I'm going to make that cut because Russell's going to find me. And so he raises, he raises the level. And in some ways it's, it's reminds me of when we had Paul Pierce 
uh, here in Washington, the, the same mm -hmm. kind of player, the guy that shows mm -hmm. up at the gym uh, the first and sets the tone. And well, Russell Westbrook, uh, Paul Pierce is showing up first, then I better mm -hmm. show up first. And, and, you know, I did something the other night, Bradley Beal's cut from the, the same cloth. And I'm not just, you know, this is not smoke and, and mirrors and, and PR. Uh, this is stuff I've witnessed. Sure. The other night, uh, we beat, uh, the Wizards beat the New Orleans Hornets in overtime. But game's over. Game's over. It's Friday night. Bradley Beal was 0 for 9 that night from three-point distance. What is he doing after the game? We're doing our post-game show from Capital One Arena, and he is on the court getting up shots because he's, he's not happy. He was 0 for right. 9. He's, mm -hmm. But he's not waiting until Saturday or the next scheduled practice. He's doing it Friday night, and he's keeping the, the you know guys that, that work out with the player personnel uh, around on a, on a Friday night because he wants to figure out why the heck was I why 0 for 9. So uh, that's where you, you, you get – you get caught up in this team because um, there's a, there's a desire uh, that, that, that you feel and you felt it last night because last night or against the Golden State Warriors was a, was a crazy game. But I thought, you know what, these guys are going to find a way to pull this out because you got big time closers and Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. And that's what happened in the fourth quarter when, uh, you know, they went on a 25 to 10 run to close the game and Westbrook and Beal had 17 of those 25 points. All right, final moments here with Dave Johnson in his 24th season calling uh, Wizards uh, on the Wizards Radio Network. Dave has called, I believe, every sport known to man. Cy Fenwick, our producer, you're getting married. Dave could actually do play-by-play -play for your wedding if you'd like, or he could call play-by-play -play in Fred's uh, bachelor party. That would be good, too. Hey, I am um, all day minister. Yeah, well, the problem what? is I got to hire Fred now for my the radio party because he's my interpreter. He's got yeah, to figure it out. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. you, know, that's, here's, you that's, should give me a segment where I say what Dave really meant. What, what, yeah. yeah, just he just he just cuts the chase. I mean, that's that's a problem. And, and see, I, I get up and do morning radio, so I, I got up at three a.m. and this is we're talking at eight o'clock. Yeah, Eastern, you're done. So I'm going to dance around the park and tell you all kinds of stories and take about thirty <laughs> minutes to do it. And Fred says, "All right, let me just explain in thirty seconds what Dave yeah. just said in thirty minutes." So I need him as an interpreter. That's that's the headline today: is Fred Smoot is Dave Johnson's translator, which is just scary to begin with. Both guys talk at a speed that is unknown to man. Um, all right, last question, the getaway question: doing the broadcast with Glenn Consor, another, I will call him respectfully, a nut, a knucklehead. Um, mm -hmm. How much fun is that? I know you're calling a game. But I can also hear in your voices when an inside joke is being told or when someone cracks the other one up, there is a lot of fun there. Yeah, no, and look, uh, and I, I jokingly say that uh, that's why I'm talking so long tonight because I finally get to complete a sentence because Glenn is not <laughs> next to be interrupting me. But the, the bottom line is is uh, Glenn played at a very uh, – I don't think we appreciate it enough. He played right. uh, in Division One uh, uh, college basketball he, for Rick Pitino at Boston mm -hmm. University. It was Rick Pitino's first job. And, the, you know, he ended up playing in, is, in Israel in, in uh, uh, European basketball. But, you know, if it was a 30-team NBA, maybe Glenn Kotzer gets a chance at, at the NBA. At the time, mm -hmm. it was a 21-team uh, NBA. So he, he still approaches each game like a player in terms of his preparation, the, the looking at the sky. I mean, he is he's more prepared probably than every coach and player out there because he's still the passion he has uh, for the game uh is just unmatched so it, it is a pleasure uh to work with him but it's but it's even more fun to to bust his uh bust his back every now and then too so we, we yeah. do have some fun we've been together for uh, i don't know 10 years it, it feels like 32 but we've, we've we've had some fun dave i'm gonna let you out of there quick listen we're going through a name change with the washington football oh here we go oh here right? we go I ain't going to force you to change the Washington football name and make a pick right now, even though I'm a, I'm the red, red wolf captain. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for the red wolves. If you could change the Washington wizards name, because we blew that one, that should be a story we learned from. They blew that name change years ago and they let the city choose it. We went from the bullets to a wizard. We went from very intimidating to Harry Potter. All right. So if I could change the name of the Washington Wizards, I would name them the Washington Cicadas. What the okay. hell was wrong with you? That would we been there for seven first years. First off, <laughs> first off, Dave works for the organization. He ain't changing that name. But go ahead, Dave. Well, no, the only thing I'll, I'll say is, is at the end of the day, and I think we can also uh, all appreciate this, is is that that and sometimes you you know you you go. It may be unpopular, but if you truly believe something. And the late team owner, Abe Pullen, 
a dear friend of his, uh, um, I apologize, I wasn't prepared for this question, but was assassinated uh, in Israel. And, 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 and it was also at the time uh, in the city that um, we, we were the murder capital of, of yeah. in fact, mm -hmm. when I would travel uh, to Europe, people, and I would say I was from Washington, D.C., people would look at me like, are you okay? Are, are you right? Because <laughs> their perception was, and, and, yeah. and Chick, you and I worked at, at Fox 5 back in the day. In there the day. used to be a show on every night, at every night at 11 o'clock called City Under Siege. Absolutely. So the, the early 90s was was not a, a kind time. So, um, you know, I'm not trying to over be serious about it, but the, the team owner, Abe Poland, was serious about it. Uh, sure. He didn't like the bullet's name anymore and what it was bringing up. And and look, we were the, the butt of late night jokes, you know, whoever the committee was. Oh, no wonder the basketball team's called the bullets. It's a murder cap of the world. So mm -hmm. the reasoning for changing the name was true. And and yes, it, it's been un, unpopular in, in some quarters. Well, that's a, the name of the championship and we should have never changed it. But, he, you know, he was true to what he believed in it. And at the end of the day, uh, that's all any of us can do is yeah. be true to what we believe in. Oh, no, I'm fine with why he changed it. I'm yeah. talking about we're a city. We are the first city in professional sports that's going to change not one uh, team's name, but two major franchises. We are the first team. We're the first city ever. And we can say this as a group, even though I wasn't here. And when people hear me say Mississippi, they make that same face they used to make about D.C. They still make it to this day. All right. But. And we get to pick a name again. And the cautionary tale is you can't just let anyone do it because I think it was a lot of names you could have picked other than the Wizards. I've been here for going on almost 19 years. I've walked every inch of D.C., never bumped into Gandalf, never bumped into <laughs> Harry Potter, never bumped into any of them. I don't even think they Washingtonians. I don't know what's going on. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, well, man. I I the the day, as long as we play better defense and, and get further in the playoffs, I'm happy with whatever the, the game yeah. is at this point. Yeah, I, listen, I run into David Copperfield. I think there's a chance. Um, all right, listen, Dave, uh, really appreciate your time. I know that you're past your bedtime because uh, you'll be up early for WTOP, but can't thank you enough. I, I hope and pray that you get a chance to call playoff basketball this year with Glenn Concer because it's one great listen, and, and uh, we thank you very much. Well, I appreciate that. Well, again, when, when I hear Chicken Fred Smooter calling me, I'm like, all right, that's it. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I can't go to church tonight. I can't do all these other things. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to get on this podcast. I'm not going to miss that. And, and uh, again, it's, it's, look, it's the best job in the world. And it's, it's, it, 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 we're talking sports and, and we're having fun. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, for, for the desire and commitment of these players and everything they've gone through, I really hope that we do have some playoff basketball and, and, I don't think this, no, it's not a championship year. I'm not going to lie. And we don't feel it, it is, mm -hmm. but there's, there's, there's a real story developing here and real progress developing. And that's, you know, they haven't given any of us a script and that's what makes sports great. Let's just, right. let's just rely yeah. with them and see what happens. Best Dave reality Johnson. show of all time. Uh, it, yeah, is. The it is. Longest reality show of all time is sports. Yeah. Dave this Johnson, is the second man. best reality show right here that you guys got well, going yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Sports is <laughs> Especially for those who are like big Cy uh, Fenwick fans who are looking at this guy. Those who are actually, well, nobody's going to see this, but they, they haven't heard from Cy. Cy just, Dave, Cy just got a second vaccine shot and he's hurting a little bit. Yeah, he's um, feeling down. And it, it gave him Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. I thought he was your band leader. I thought he was your band leader. I was waiting yeah. for his <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually Doc Severinsen's son, which is impressive. <laughs> Only some of us know what that means. Well, I actually, Dave Johnson, I'm 27. Thanks very much, too, man. Really so. appreciate it. All the best, guys. Uh, thanks, Dave, Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson from WWP, WTOP Radio, the Wizards Radio Network as well. Uh, and if you get a chance, I mean, it is fun to listen to them. Um, and if you know both of them, dude, it is spectacular. And I'm not, not going to, you know, mince words here. The, the, the TV broadcast is, it's milk toast. It is, you just, I get, there's nothing, there's no juice behind it. But those two, Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor, if you're sitting in the car or somewhere or just shoot in your back porch, you turn that game on, you will find yourself laughing. And that's rare these days in radio, for, at least for me. It's rare to see can, two guys have a lot of fun like that. I can tell you what, you might need to do a side job in preaching because you can sail water to a whale. What are we talking about? I'm not just saying you got me wanting to go listen to the, to the show right now because you, you like should. I said you can you can literally you are a used car salesman no, you can see no. a car Those with not a sketchy. motor on it with two horses in the front and tell me that they got all the horsepower in the world.
Let me say on uh, Canon sunglasses, they are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Uh, Italian handcrafted, just like most of your shoes, Fred. It's a collabo, Uh, Japanese and Italian. Use the exclusive code CanonCast15 at Canon.com. That's K-A-E-N-O-N, by the way, to receive 50% off your 15% off your first pair. That's CanonCast15. Canon, clearly better. Dave Johnson was a lot of fun. Um, I Like I said, I, I hope, I don't think it's it's in football. I don't think folks um, appreciated, at least the, the short time he was in Washington, uh, Adrian Peterson, what he's done throughout his career. You know, I don't think folks appreciated it. it uh, as well as they should have. I don't think folks appreciated John Wall, what he was uh, to the Wizards, right? People you were quickly like, forget, and like being correct. an athlete is a, it's a fulfilling job, but you have to be so mentally strong because as quick as you are presented with all this attention, they are very quick to dismiss you, right? Mm-hmm. And all it takes is somebody to feel the void feel the place. Right. It's kind of like the ex-husband, ex-wife syndrome. Like, they love you, they still miss you, but once somebody really step in and fill that gap, yeah, the good old times don't matter like they used right. to. Right. And that happens with athletes all the time. They don't really give you your roses while you're playing, per se. Right, right, right. That's the thing with injured players. Injured players, it's the moment they're injured and they go into that other category, what do they feel like? They feel left out um, some guys can't handle that. Not well. part of the team. You do nothing with us. Right. You rarely around us. Besides the first meeting of the day, we don't see you again. All right? yeah. And you feel like you ain't going to war with your brother. It's like being an injured soldier. All right. And now you're just hanging around in the hospital the whole time while you know a war being fought outside of your window. Right. Yeah. Well, it's 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 different. Uh, um, and wow, I got kind of deep right there. You did. Am you I did. Drinking wine or something? You might be. Uh, or a bottle, not just a glass. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good show. It's a good show tonight. Uh, we'll see what happens. we got the draft coming up. Um, next week, we'll figure out uh, somebody that can come on and talk about what might happen. Um, uh, I just... I, I think dude, I might they, have to call Mel Kuyper. Milk? You want to get milk? You want to get the hair piece on? Oh, I would talk about my homeboy from Mississippi. His name Mel Kuyper Jenkins. <laughs> he actually owned the farm <laughs> off the 50 and 3rd. <laughs> yeah get him on why not that'd be hysterical let's just get people who, with the same name as famous people i we'll got i got on. my homeboy from mississippi mayor kuiper's drinkings oh right he, he run a small farm, but he talked he talked drown he talked drown and we can get mayor kuiper drinking on here if you really want to i'm just telling you uh no si, no at the, the end of the show what's it sponsored by again uh bet online Oh, bet online. Bet online sponsors. That's your opinion podcast. Okay, good. Good to know. Um, all right, fellas. I think uh, we're done. What is Fred looking at right now? Folks are looking. So you can't see. Fred, can't Fred. See no, I, I think Fred's I... got a Fred's got a dancer in the house right now. Well, I need to know, on. Fred. What... No, if it, no, me and Paul Pierce kicking it tonight. You ain't know. Uh, Fred, what did say... you do for your birthday? Uh, <laughs> I plead to feel. Yeah, you got a fifth. <laughs> oh my Put it God. like this. Put it like this, Sai. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're fortunate that Fred made it to the podcast uh, after having a birthday party. That's why no I told doubt. you I didn't know if I was going to be here this week. I always had to put that disclaimer in yes. a week before time. And I yeah. also, you know, give That's, people that looking for me. You're in a, a, you're in a dangerous position every year that your birthday is the same week as 420. That's two dangerous days in one week for you every year. It's been like that for life with me, you know? It's been like that for life. Hold on on a second. Hold on a second. Cy, do you actually think that it matters how close his birthday is to 420 as to what that means for Prince Yes, that means, like, if you, like, you should and if you used to Christmas, uh, and you close (laughs) to Christmas with a shopping addiction, uh, you're going (laughs) to go overboard. Oh, okay. So you're going to go overboard because you're you're a 24-7 guy. So I'm not sure uh, why. No, 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 well, even purses. Yeah, it's medicinal. Well, Absolutely yeah. medicinal. Yeah, but I know you, you got the the stuff. In even the, the medicinal right? thing, you have to understand. Even for 24/7 people, 4:20, you go above and beyond. Even if you're a 24/7 person, 4:20 is a day that you go above and beyond. 
I did not know that. Yeah. It's like my, Valentine's Day. You love yeah. it 364 days, but Valentine's Day, you yeah. step it up. Yep. My, my son is still uh, waiting for that uh, gift that you have for me, Fred. Uh, no problem. It will be on the way, brother. Okay. Now that I'm fully vaccinated, I can go around anybody. <laughs> That's trouble for a lot of people. All right. For uh, the Amish one, Cy Fenwick, who's recovering from his second. Congratulations on your vaccine, you. by the way. Cy, you still have like at least three weeks before you're clear. Yep. Uh, and the, 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 the translator, Fred Smoot. Uh, my name is Chick Hernandez, and this has been That's Your Opinion, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.